it's Dana Miller, senior reporter at Hotel News Now, here with Karee Royale, Orlando Managing Director, Amari Piedra. Hi, Amari. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thanks. It's great being here in Nashville. How was it arriving in today? It was uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's exciting to be here for a couple of days at the Hotel Data Conference and uh, sharing some of the news about Karee Royale with you as well. And I know we were talking earlier and you mentioned it's been about like five or six years since you've been here. So just curious on your take of kind of how you would describe the development of hotels and offices here compared to what you've seen before. In a, a lot of additional here. growth. I mean, it's it's amazing how, how the downtown area especially has grown and you see a lot more hotels. And I know the market's been really good. So um, hopefully I don't overbuild, but, yeah. you know, it's definitely, definitely a big change in, in Nashville for yeah. the positive. Yeah. Everywhere you look, you just see cranes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you became managing director of the property in 2020. Um, I guess I was just curious how you would say you've kind of seen the hospitality industry evolve over these past three years. Sure. Uh, arrived there. The, a great ownership group hired me and, and arrived there in, uh, in July of 2020 and during the pandemic. And obviously it was a very different time in the hotel business. But you know, looking at the positive side and at the bright side of things, uh, it gave us an opportunity to uh, reimagine the hotel, yeah. determine exactly who and what we needed to be and where we needed to be positioned. And we're able to execute that during the pandemic. So when we came out of it, we were in a great position. That being said, you know, it's uh, the group market especially has definitely you know, exploded in the last couple of years with pent up demand. Mm -hmm. Resorts have also done very well. I know business travel has been a little bit slower to come back. And that's that's going to be, you know, something that's going to work its way back. But definitely for group oriented hotels, resorts, it's been uh, it's, it's been a great time period. And, you know, people have people want to travel. It's one of those things. People want to get out and experience new things, spend time with their families or gather with their colleagues. Yeah. And when we say group hotel, that can, of course, vary in size, but I feel like yours is a true like group hotel, a thousand plus rooms, um, convention heavy, mm -hmm. underwent a 140 million renovation. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Just sure. the property? You know, we took a hotel that was that was 35% group and 65% leisure. And what we wanted to do was flip that mm -hmm. because we knew to be successful, we had to be 65, 70% group, 30, 35% leisure. And we've kind of accomplished that. And we really programmed the hotel as we were going through the reimagining for at 140 million. I'm going to say thank you to our owner, Sierra Land Group, right now, because we're going to exceed that number by the time we finish all the projects. Oh, wow. But uh, we, uh, you know, we, we programmed everything with the group customer in mind and what are they going to need and what's how to make the space the most flexible, how to have the best culinary uh, culinary items available from a banquet perspective, how do we serve restaurant quality food from a banquet perspective, from a <clears throat> from an IT perspective, we expanded our bandwidth six times to what we had before to accommodate the needs of today's groups. I mean, we really took a, a top to bottom look at the hotel and where do we need to go with it to make it a four diamond and to make it the most customer friendly and group friendly hotel in the Orlando market. Yeah. And to really support that volume, I mean, can you touch on how it's been staffing it up as you kind of evolve that programming? Absolutely. I mean, it was, you know, when we were opening our second tower back in, I guess it was in late 21, okay. we, we, we brought in 42 uh, H2B visa workers from Jamaica. 
because we couldn't open the tower without the without the room attendants and we mm-hmm. couldn't find room attendants. Mm-hmm. You know, now everything's stable enough that, you know, those H2B visa workers, we're very grateful to have them. But now at the now they're going back home to Jamaica and we have enough staff that, that we can do it ourselves. I think a couple of keys. It took a little while, but people came back to the hospitality industry to work. <clears throat> However, uh, you also have to be creative and imaginative and make sure you have the best work environment possible for your team. And there's different generations within that workforce Mm -hmm. and you have to kind of not cater, but make sure that all those generations are taken care of with what's important to them. And I think that's, that's been the key for us and we've had minimal turnover. In fact, in 22, we only had 11% turnover, which for hotels, I'm not going to get into what the turnover is, but that's a fantastic number. And we do a lot to make sure that we have a, a good family environment to, to be able to keep the people there and, and make sure that they feel a part of something special. That definitely speaks to the turnover rate is just knowing that it mm-hmm. is like family. Mm-hmm. So going back to the renovation, I'd love to hear some of the new spaces. I think believe, I believe when we were talking before, you mentioned a stadium club that was added. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about that? And was that kind of due to like the rise of sports betting and really what's going on with that? Sure. Well, the big the big the big ones that we added was number one, the Ponds Ballroom, which is a 50,000 square foot ballroom. So then that gave us over 220,000 square feet of meeting space. Then the Stadium Club, which is our 500 seat sports bar on steroids. It's really a combination <laughs> of a sports bar yeah. and an adult, adult playground because of everything <laughs> that we have in there came from the voice of the customer. Now, originally we knew we probably needed a, a big venue that if we were successful, we needed this uh, energy, high energy venue for, for groups to go to and, our, and just either our leisure guests as well. Yeah. So once we saw what, we were, what was happening in the group space and in the leisure space, we went ahead and spent the last couple of years putting Stadium Club together. So it's a very exciting concept, opens in December, and it's, uh, it's a state-of-the-art sports bar, state-of-the-art lighting system, state-of-the-art sound system. You're going to feel like you're in a stadium. Somebody scores a touchdown, the lighting, the, the smoke, the, the everything. And all our simulators and our, our we have eight simulators state-of-the-art that can do anything from golf to, to, to football to baseball. It's really a fun adult, adult area. And it's fun for the families as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, groups have really taken to it. And in fact, uh, we have four buyouts already just in the first quarter because groups are so excited to do a, a private event there. Something I, I just love so much about your team, your property, is just the customization side of things. I know mm-hmm. you mentioned in the past that you guys really work hard to customize each group mm-hmm. that comes in and let them kind of choose their destiny with it. So. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of speak to some of the things that you've seen? I know you mentioned in the past, like tech companies uh, require a certain thing, Mm -hmm. but then insurance companies like a different type of thing. So what are you really seeing in terms of that? So, you know, one of the one of the goals that we had was to be different. I mean, we're we're you know, we don't have a brand and I view that as an advantage in this space because a lot of times the brands are constricted on what they can do. And frankly, you know, they there's there's a little bit of a sea of sameness among the brands and we want to stand out and be that independent all suite convention hotel with maybe a touch of lifestyle in the market and mm-hmm. have have some differentiation and be a disruptor and that's like where the stadium club comes in 
That's where, you know, we're adding a new uh, 20,000 square foot outdoor space, okay. which groups have already booked for concerts. So they're bringing in their acts. Concerts go out there. It's really cool. Without even seeing it, right? Without they even seeing Well, we've yeah. shown them renderings. Reduce, and it's, being, yeah. it's under construction and okay. it opens in October. Wow. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's all voice a customer and how we can customize the experience and how they can have fun and make it different. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing on the customization side, and that's why our culinary team was built to deliver restaurant quality food yeah. in a banquet setting. Okay. People are not looking for the same old, same old, okay? Meeting planners and their companies and their clients, they wanna provide unique experiences for their attendees, okay? They have to keep them entertained. Sitting in a room for eight hours, just staring at a screen is not the norm anymore. No. So, you know, they wanna get outside for lunch instead of just going into another room. They wanna do something outdoors for dinner, something unique. They wanna create unique environments. Uh, we had one company that turned our reception building, which is a two-story reception building, into a nightclub. Ooh, so it was okay. a nightclub, and each of the different restaurants or bars that are in that reception building had a different theme. And they loved it, and in fact, they're coming back again in 24 and again in 25. So building repeat customers. So building repeat yeah. customers. So, you yeah. know, we have to be doing something right because the, the good news is that we have a lot of repeat clientele yeah. that are booking. These are big groups that are booking for years out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it depends on the company. Um, for example, creative companies mm -hmm. or companies that deal a lot with creative environments that definitely want the fun for their team, the customization. Hey, let's have a let's have a blast. Let's really blow it out one night, you know, from from dancers in bubbles in big <laughs> inflatable bubbles in the pool yeah. to to the you know, to, to the to the fun activities of face painting or or everybody in, in 80s look and then whatever to to, you know, more traditional companies that still even today, it may not be to that end. But they want something definitely different to do an outdoor event where everybody can can mingle. And there's still a percentage of the workforce that works from home mm -hmm. and it gives them an opportunity to uh, to really meet and, and, and spend time together and do that bonding that can never really happen yeah. uh, strictly over a video conference call. Yep, I think we saw a big rise in corporate retreats kind of happening yep. post pandemic just to really have that fun with everybody and kind of rebond and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, refocus. But there's a human factor you can yeah. never take away from that. Yeah. So it's it's something that's that's going to be there. I have to ask, I don't know if you remember, but I remember you once told me that there was like going to be a luau party that one group wanted to book. Did that ever happen? Oh, it happened. It, it happened. Yeah. It happened around the pool. Okay. <laughs> there was the big, uh, there was the large roasted pig going on. Oh, there was the luau dancers. Yeah. There was the fire. <laughs> there was all sorts of stuff going on. And, and you know, we're blessed. We, we built a, a, we were able to build a very, very good team. Yeah. The best, the best in Orlando, in my opinion, that takes care of the customers and the customers are really wowed by it. And our meeting planner satisfaction, along with our guest satisfaction scores are, I'll just say they're extremely high. Yeah. And that really helps get the customers back and kudos to our team for doing that. That's amazing. So turning to you yourself, um, what's kind of your core focus this year? What are you kind of hoping to achieve? Uh, there's, there's a couple of things. Uh, number one is maintaining the family culture in the hotel as we grow. Uh, you know, I've seen corporations and companies and startups, whatever, and they have one corporate culture. And then as they grow, they kind of tend to lose it. We uh, we're blessed in the fact that we're privately owned. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to answer to 
to shareholders mm -hmm. or anything like that. And our, our, our owners are very much aligned with this philosophy. So the biggest thing is, number one, from a people culture perspective, as we surpass the thousand employee or associate mark, as we call it, to be able to maintain that family atmosphere and, you know, make sure it trickles down to everybody. Mm -hmm. That's number one because they're the ones that take care of the guests. Number two, we, uh, we're expanding our meeting space. Uh, so we're going to add another 10,000 square foot ballroom. Wow. We're going to add another 7,500 square feet of meeting space that goes with that mm -hmm. because we've had a lot of demand for meetings in the 150, 200 to 350 category. Sure. And, you know, that's a perfect area for them. It's almost like a self-contained area. Mm -hmm. We'll break ground on that and that'll be done by the end of 24. So that's exciting to add that. And really getting the stadium club off the ground. I mean, it's if you were to walk in there and you see it, it's a really exciting, really exciting venue. So, you know, we're we, uh, we're going to take a look at where we have areas of opportunity to improve upon the guest experience. That's been going well. But what else do we need to do to take it to the next level and really look out not only at you know next year and th the rest of this year, but the next two or three years out? Yeah. You know, how do we keep up with technology, which is always a it's always a challenge. It's ever yeah. it's never ending. It's always changing. So what do we need? What do we see that's going out there for the next two, three, four years? Mm -hmm. Oh, and continuing to refine our app. You know, we, we launched a Caribe Royale app mm -hmm. this year and we didn't launch it with the booking engine fully operational because we wanted to make sure we worked out the kinks before. Uh, we're getting hundreds of uses and hundreds of uh, 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 within the hotel when people are there. And now we turned on the booking engine and we've actually been getting our first bookings uh, through the app. So it's really exciting. So yeah. how do we continue to refine that? And how do we continue to ensure it gets into mm -hmm. the potential or current customer's hands? Amazing. Well, you know what? Ditch Disney World. I just want to come hang out at your property. It seems <laughs> like the one-stop shop for everything. But <laughs> Disney's our neighbor and we love them. But, <laughs> yes, but Kareem has a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, if not labor, if not a recession, what's kind of keeping you up at night? What's worried on your mind? What, what, what are you thinking about? Well, I will, I will touch upon the recession. You know, uh, labor is, labor is for, first of all, is always an issue. Mm -hmm. Like I say, we had small turnover, which yeah. means our team is doing a good job. We're doing a good job of taking care of, of our associates. Okay. Uh, but there's always opportunities. So we'll keep working on that. You know, the other thing, the recession is, it's funny because you read the newspaper and depend what newspaper or what, what channel you're on, yeah. there's a recession. There's not a recession. There's this, there's that. And there's things that, you know, we can control and there's things that we can control. So, you know, our, you know, the, the meetings market is still strong. So we're not seeing really any weakness in that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the I think that's the biggest thing to be able to maintain the momentum and to make sure we don't let outside factors uh, play into what we're doing. You know, again, you 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 hear one thing on one channel, you hear one thing on another depends. But so far, you know, the economy's holding strong and uh, and it's resilient. And, you know, we'll see where we end up. Everything's a cycle. But the biggest thing is just to be able to, you know, look forward and make sure that we have everything in place. And that we stay, we, we had tremendous growth over the last two years. So how can we keep growing and what are the areas that we can still impact either from a customer satisfaction, mm -hmm. associate satisfaction, meeting planner satisfaction, whatever perspective to make sure that we stay in the, uh, in the forefront of everybody's mind. And frankly, also continue to spread the word about Kareem. Yeah. You know, we were speaking, you know, we still speak to people that say, hey, I've never heard of you. Oh, that's great. But, you know, it's that's almost preferable 
And, <laughs> and then what we do is, you know, once we educate them and we get them on property and they experience it, the rest they takes care of back. itself. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. been, it's been really, really good. Been very well received what we've done. Omari, yeah. it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. But before I let you go, I just want to hear one thing that you're most excited about for the industry in 2024. Yeah, I think that, I think that the, 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 because there hasn't been a ton, there's not a ton of new construction in, in the pipeline for, because of many issues. I think you're going to see continued growth. I think, I think you're going to see continued growth and average rate from demand. I think you're going to see a little bit of occupancy growth from continued demand as well. So I think when you look at the industry as a whole, we're, we're in a really good shape. And a lot of people took steps during, during the pandemic to maybe make changes that, that were harder to make during a time of being open or what have you. But I think that the, the hotel industry keeps maturing and keeps growing. And, you know, I think we all, the industry as a whole, needs to continue to step up and, and ensure that this next generation of, of employees that's coming in or managers knows that, you know, like myself, it's, it's been a great career mm-hmm. and it's been really enjoyable and that it's a lot of fun. And it's, yeah. our, it's our duty almost to mentor that next generation of, uh, of hoteliers. So. I, I think we're in a good place as we head into 24. I'm excited about it. That's a great note to end on, to just focus on that next group coming up, to remind them that this is a great mm-hmm. industry to work in and there's so many opportunities. But thank you so much for your time today. It was no, thank you. so much fun talking with you. I yeah. really appreciate it. No, it's been great being here. Thanks thanks to you for your time. And yeah, look forward to the rest of the conference. Sounds I'm Devon Reed. I'm Omari Head. And I'm Chris Henry. We're the hosts of the Next Gen and Lodging podcast on the Hotel News Now podcast network. It's a monthly show in which we interview a new generation of hoteliers to get their insights into a variety of disciplines and topics from finance to food and beverage and hotel operations. Listen to us on Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.